I'm your host, Annie Bowles, and this is News Du Jour. Hey everyone, and welcome back to the News Du Jour, a calmer space to consume the news. I don't know about you guys, but this is just one of those weeks for me that I am just dog tired. It's just like, there can't be another thing that goes sideways this week. <laughs> just cannot, I cannot handle it. We found out that my son's daycare that he just started going to had two cases of COVID going around and he spiked a fever. So if I have my child, if my child has COVID for a second time within like the month, I don't know if I can handle that. <laughs> but he also appears to be popping out another tooth. So I'm hoping that he's just teething and that's what the fever is about. But yeah, if you're the praying type, send up a prayer for me because I swear to you, This could be bad. Anywho, for today, for the news, we have smaller news stories, but that doesn't make them any less important. Let's get into them. So first up, we do have one mini story. The U.S. Justice Department is investigating the Silicon Valley bank collapse. So the reason that they're looking into this is obviously it's just a very, you know, large scale event. It could be an isolated incident, but it does have a lot of people spooked. I've heard of people moving their money from smaller banks into larger banks right now, and hopefully that doesn't become a trend because that could have larger ripple effects. So again, the Justice Department is looking into all of that to make sure everything is on the up and up. But for our first longer story today, the Willow Project and Biden. So while on the campaign trail back in 2020, President Biden pledged, quote, no more drilling on federal lands, period, 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 end quote, much to progressive voters delight. And yet on Monday, President Biden approved what's called the Willow Project, a.k.a. a huge drilling project on federal land. And mean this means he's going back on his previous promise. So he laid out an $8 billion plan to extract about 600 million barrels of oil from Alaska's protected lands. So you're probably wondering, why would he do this? Why would he go back on his word? Well, we are in the midst of a global energy crisis. Americans need more oil to keep up with demand. He already tapped into the U.S. oil reserves when things were getting bad to kind of help offset prices. But that's just a Band-Aid on the situation. And it won't, you know, fix the underlying truth that America needs more oil to prevent prices from getting out of control. 
Now, the upside of this project is that it will create jobs, about 2,500 jobs for the state of Alaska that needs them. But environmental activists are obviously not happy about this. As you can imagine, this project stands to disrupt wildlife, pollute the ground as well as our air, obviously. And that said, though, at the end of the day, as long as everyone's still buying oil and gas to heat our homes and fuel our cars, there will always be demand for it, which is why finding sources of clean energy is so vital for our collective future. And next up for today, Ryan Reynolds's billion dollar deal. All I can say is, wow, Ryan Reynolds really killed it with this deal. On Wednesday, he sold his business venture, Mint Mobile, to network giant T-Mobile for $1.3 billion. Damn. Now, they're getting 39% of that number in cash and then 61% of it in stocks. But still, it comes out to about $526 million in cash. And then, of course, like I said, all the rest of that in stocks. But this is not the first major buyout for Ryan Reynolds. He was also the founder of Aviation Gin. And while he remains the face of this product for obvious reasons, hello, he's Ryan Reynolds. He sold the company for a cool $610 million in 2020. Now, Ryan does not take all of this home himself. He only owns part of these companies that he has founded, but experts are estimating that he will walk away with 70 million in cash and 200 million in stock options from this Mint Mobile sale personally. And that's a lot, even for him who gets paid between, you know, 2 and 20 million dollars for a movie role to walk away with 7 70 million in cash is a lot. But as we know, this deal may be big, but the biggest deal he's ever made is whatever he negotiated to win over Blake Lively as his wife. Now that is life goals. Next up for today, Nepal will no longer allow hikers in its famous mountains. Nepal is the home of the highest mountain peaks in the world, the Himalayas, including, of course, Mount Everest. But there have been a number of incidents and accidents, and they've noticed a trend of dangers for those to choose to hike and climb alone. They have had solo adventures banned on Mount Everest specifically for about five years now, but they've just extended that ban to include the entire country of Nepal. You see, when people go missing, rescue missions are super expensive and require a lot of exhausting work. What's more, it's hard to tell if someone is truly missing or if they've just gone off to do their thing, hiking, climbing, trekking, you know, or when hikers are randomly found dead alone, it can be tough to figure out who they are and where they come from to notify their loved ones. So while this ban might seem sudden or extreme, it's really not. The highest mountain peaks in the world come with a ton of different hazards, and it's important to protect everyone's safety first and foremost. And lastly for today, a Russian warplane collided with a U.S. drone over the Black Sea. 
So as if things could get any more tense, they're mildly escalating with a Russian warplane hitting a U.S.-based drone and forcing it to come down into the Black Sea. Before they hit the drone, however, they dumped fuel on it and they flew like kind of right in front of it, making clear that hitting it was probably no accident. These childish maneuvers are not just annoying, but dangerous actually for everyone involved. It doesn't seem like this decision to hit the drone was any sort of like a calculated attack by Russia or anything like that, but more likely just some reckless impulse behavior at the hands of those flying this Russian plane. Or potentially an accident, seeing as hitting the drone could have brought both aircraft down. But this is nowhere near the first time that Russian military members have pulled this kind of stunt. They're known to harass naval ships and American planes as well in similar ways. As of now, it just seems to be a nuisance and nothing more. But if that changes, we'll be sure to let you know. And that is the news du jour. Today, I wanted to leave you guys with the quote, hoping for the best, prepared for the worst, and unsurprised by anything in between. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you use to listen. A rate and review or shout out on social media would mean the world to us and help us be able to keep creating the news du jour. But the best way to support all of our work is to become a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash sugarfreemedia. You can also follow us on social media under sugarfreemedia.co on Instagram and just sugarfreemedia, all one word on TikTok. We appreciate you listening and look forward to telling you about the news again next time on News Du Jour. Broadcasting from Oh, oh. oh.